0: to dig into today's episode with you. My love, welcome back to the podcast. Yo, can you believe it's 100 episodes already? I am like tripping because I cannot believe this. I literally started this podcast in October 2018, It's a little bit over a year and three months maybe ago, and we have 100 episodes. Yes! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! So we thought we would do something really special, and I say we because my gorgeous podcast producer, Miss Brianna from Bambi Media, has hooked me up with this gorgeous idea to take some of the best podcasts that we've done Some of the ones that basically you all listen to a lot. Some of the ones that I got a lot of messages about. My favorite episodes, your favorite episodes. We thought we would just grab bits and pieces so that you could hear them. If you have not already listened to these, I highly recommend you listen. I am so grateful. I can't tell you what a year it has been, and it is the beginning of 2020 right now. And already, I've had the most tremendous year. Last year, 2019, was about us going from we cannot fucking buy bread to actually killing it and making a six figure business that serves women globally around the world to this podcast having like 400,000 downloads, being listened to in 115 countries. Over 2,000 downloads per episode, you guys, I cannot tell you, and I do this shit in my car. Today, I am not in my car, though. I am in my office in the studio with a good mic so that you can hear my crispy ass voice because this is a special one. So I just want to take this moment to acknowledge you, to honor you, the listener, you who tunes in every week, sometimes multiple times a week who sometimes binges the podcast. Maybe you just found out about this podcast. And I want to honor you because you listening to this life-changing information is one thing. But those of you who have listened and have actioned the things that I say in this podcast have changed your freaking worlds. And I honor you because it is not easy to listen to this shit. Sometimes it's confronting. And sometimes you laugh. Sometimes you cry. Sometimes you do both. But at the point of the story and the end of the day is that you are here listening to me doing the fucking work and I honor you and I want to thank you because without you there would be no podcast. There would be no 100th episode. So thank you for the love. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for everything that you do for this community of podcast listeners who love to share on Instagram, love to message and email me. I listen and I read everything and I reply as soon as I can. Please keep it coming. I want more women to hear this podcast. I want this to reach the ears of every woman around the world who needs to hear it. So I just want to thank you. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast episode. We all think that confidence is something that like everybody has or you know um, all those lucky women have sorry that not everybody has that the lucky ones have it that the pretty ones have it that the skinny ones the rich ones celebrities like confidence is only for this set of people that are blessed or lucky or whatever it is that we think and I really want to impress upon you that confidence is not that like confidence is not just for them it's for everybody and if you continuously practice it and at times you might have to practice it daily hourly minute to minute but it is definitely a practice and there's no final destination to confidence and the crazy thing is is that nobody owns confidence like confidence is not something that you know we own you can't go on amazon and by confidence, add to cart times three. Like that shit doesn't work like that, right? You can't download it. You can't go to school and learn it and get a fucking badge and then hang the frame up in your room and go, that's it, I'm permanently confident. You know, like you can't store it and keep it. It's it's a continuous practice and the more you do it, the more you get it, but you don't keep it. No matter if you are the most confident person in the world at this moment, there will be a day where you're not. There'll be a moment where you feel like shit and you don't feel confident you know and I understand like confidence and competence how everybody says like obviously you're not confident in something because you haven't done it enough like I get that but I'm talking about even deeper confidence I'm talking about like the belief in yourself the belief that you have ability to do something like that should just be in us right like that should just be something that we all have and we believe and deep down inside maybe you do like maybe when you rip everything out and you say do I actually think that I as a human being am worthy enough to be on this planet do I actually think that i have it in me to learn be do have create whatever it is that i want maybe when you really ask yourself the answer is yes you do think it's deep inside you well how the hell do i crack it out how do i get this confident beautiful amazing woman out who owns shit and is like the life of the party and knows who she is so my thing is like i think it's knowing that everybody feels this way nobody owns it you can't buy it you can't keep it forever The question is, are you committed to the practice of confidence? Can you commit to constantly putting yourself out there and experiencing what I would say is emotions that don't feel great? Okay, that was one of my most listened to episodes. It was actually our first episode how to be more confident the five c's and the five c's is really a process that i put together when my husband and i were in the kitchen one day and i was about to speak my first real speaking gig y'all and i was breastfeeding my son and i was like what the hell am i going to talk about to like 80 people women in business here in melbourne and he asked me you know if you had to explain to your best friend at a cafe you were sitting down how to create confidence how would you explain it And this process was built, the five C's. And I highly recommend you go and listen to that podcast episode if you have not listened to it. I explain and break down how you can create confidence on a daily basis, no matter where you are in the process. It is a fucking practice, y'all. It's like meditation. It's like lifting weights. You will not get into the transcendental state of meditation if you haven't done it. You, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And you have to know that, you know, you thinking all these people that have confidence, they don't have it. They're just in it. They are fucking committed to the practice. So that is one of my favorites. It is the first episode ever of the Confidence Chronicles podcast. Oh, I love that. That was a goodie, y'all. That was a goodie. Let's see what else we got coming up next. The depth of ego and what I want you to know from this podcast is that there is a fucking ego which is superior to others. Make a list. Where do you think you're better than others? And be honest. Please be honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with yourself, the way that you shift the ego and shadow is with conscious awareness and fucking truth. Truth serum to yourself. You don't got to tell anybody else fuck i judged that lady's pram fuck i judged that public speaker fuck i judged this that and the other okay cool catch yourself where you think you are better than others others are asleep and i know more than them that was one i did earlier as soon as i found out about this work i'm like oh my god my mom is so asleep oh i can't believe she doesn't know that oh my god i can't believe this person doesn't know this it's like yeah well i didn't know that shit either at the time and now you do And then when you start learning and reading, reading books and listening to podcasts like this and more, you start judging people by, don't they understand? Don't they see they're being a victim? And it's like, did you? I didn't. So where are you superior and where are you inferior? Where do you think you're a piece of shit and you don't deserve anything? You're not worthy. You're not good enough. You're indulging in your ego, my darling. And where are you doing that? And write it down. Oh, yes. The sneaky way your ego is fucking you over. This one, y'all, oh my gosh, I love this one. Because I think when we hear about ego, we all think it's this egomaniac, like this rich person who looks in the mirror and loves themselves and is like a narcissist. And really, we all have an ego. And it is when you think you're better than someone else. And we all have that. Please don't play. We all have this in some form. I'm faster. I'm taller. I'm prettier. I'm more advanced. My business is better. My podcast does better. I am here. She is there, etc. But then the sneaky motherfucker is the other side of ego, which is one that I haven't heard many people talk about, which Eckhart Tolle, who I talk about in this podcast, and I told you about a book that I want you to listen to in this podcast episode, Oh my goodness, he talks about how ego is also when you're inferior, when you're not good enough, when you're not pretty enough, when you're not special enough. You know, when you make yourself out to be this not good enough person, you're also indulging in your ego. And that, y'all, I don't know how many messages. I got so many messages about that. It was like sucker punch in the face, like, ooh. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't think I was an egomaniac. So if you feel like this resonates with you, I highly recommend you go back and listen to this one. It is a good one. Our ego is a sneaky mofo. All right, what we got coming up next? Listen to me, y'all. I am giving you the best of the best. I want you to go back and listen to these. And I want to know what you think. Hit me up. Tell me. Have you heard these before? If not, what did you get from this shit? Because the important thing is, and if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I am all about what did you learn? After listening to these episodes, what did you get from it? How is this information going to change your world? You better hit me up on Instagram. Okay, let's listen to the next one. Listen to me. You know that there's going to be people that have shit to say. You have to know this. And before you put yourself out there, before you do anything, before you launch a new thing, just tell yourself get ready for people to criticize. Get ready for the haters. Get ready for the critics. Get ready for people to have something to say. Get ready for people to disagree with your shit. Awesome. I'm like, if I could give you a fucking podcast virtual high five right now, girl, I'd be giving it to you. High fucking five. Right? Who cares? That's what happens. That's how you know that you're doing your thing. When you piss someone off or somebody doesn't like it or somebody has something to say about it, that's how you know you're not being fucking vanilla. You are not going to be everybody's favorite flavor. That's okay. I'm not. Right? I'm definitely not vanilla. I'm like fucking cookies and cream with Nutella on top and gummy bears on the side and a waffle comb dipped in fucking almond chocolate. You know what I'm saying? That sounds delicious. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my flavor. And it's like, what's your flavor? Let yourself be who you are and let the people who disagree with you, who don't like you, who can't feel your vibe, know who you are so strongly that they just piss off. Great. See ya. Catch you never. That's so funny because I would be like a gluten-free, dairy-free ice cream right now. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, looking for the critics. Be grateful to your critics, y'all. If you got haters, if you got critics, if these people that you think are important to you and you care so much about what they think about you and you've decided to put yourself out there and be a human and speak your voice and dress how you dress and believe in what you believe in, or if you got a business, hello, of course they're coming. I loved this episode because I hear so many times how people you know, are, are offended by people's opinions and, and we get upset when people don't like us and we think that people should like us. And a lot of us have shit from our childhood, you know, that we are looking to be validated left, right, and center. We're looking for love. We're looking for someone to accept us and tell us that we were good. And we have to realize that not everybody on this planet, we got eight billion people on the planet, they are not all your people, meaning they are your people, meaning we are one, right? But these people are not going to agree with you. They're not going to see things your way. And sometimes these people are your parents or your, you know, your your partners or your kids or your brothers and sisters or your air quotes, friends, right? And it's okay for people not to see eye to eye with you. You need to expect that. Of course that's going to happen. And it just shows you who they are. And the more you you are, the more you will attract your peeps, y'all. That's one of my favorite episodes. I really, I can't tell you enough. Be look forward to the critics like know that they are coming wait for them smile at them and then keep it moving fwot baby Okay, this next one i'm going to introduce because this shit This shit was a big one and it was an igtv rant meaning I did it on instagram live because I love me some instagram live And uh this year i'm going to be giving you some of my instagram lives So if you're not on instagram or if you haven't caught them, you could still hear the audio This one was a instagram post that I did that said, people do not trigger you, you get triggered. Ooh, E, that trigger post triggered a lot of fucking people. So I'm gonna let you hear it, then I'm gonna come back to you because this was a big one. If somebody triggers you or you feel you feel triggered by someone or something, it is an opportunity for you to go deeper into yourself and figure out what that is for you. You cannot control, you cannot control other people. You will never control anybody else. You will never control how people show up, what they say, what they do, what's on television. You will never control that. We have enough problems trying to control our own mindset and manage our own minds and manage our own behaviors and our own actions. Now you're gonna try to control someone else. So you try trying to tell me that if you have PTSD fucking d and something happened to you in the past you have no control as to how you react come on i'm not trying to be insensitive i'm just saying tell yourself you know what that's my responsibility that's something i haven't conquered and i need to work on it you tell yourself it's something you need to work on within you than for you to point the finger and say they triggered me. Nobody can trigger you. Nobody can affect you. It is a choice. You have to allow it to affect you. Have you practiced it? Is your muscle weak? Maybe. But it's a muscle you can develop, baby girl. It is a muscle I've developed. It is a muscle many people that have trauma. I'm talking like people that have no arms and legs. They've been their fucking parents have been murdered in front of them. They've been abused by their family, by their father, but like I'm talking trauma on trauma on trauma on trauma on trauma. There are some people in the world that have healed that trauma and do not get affected by others. Cause and effect. Damn, your girl was aggressive. I was so hyped up in the IGTV, y'all. That rant, I be ranting sometimes, and then I just like raise my voice and start speaking really fast, but like you know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. I think I was clapping and shit in my car. I was really feeling it because I got some people that that, that wrote some stuff, and thankfully. I don't get offended at what people say. I don't take shit personally. And I know my mission, right? Like my mission here, just in case you need to know, is I am here to speak some truth. The truth isn't always pretty the truth isn't always, you know, bundled up in hot pink fucking tissue paper with sprinkles and shit. You know, sometimes the truth hurts. And sometimes I'm saying it's my truth. It doesn't mean it's your truth. So you get to disagree with me, you get to unfollow me, you get to not listen to my podcast, you get to think what you want to think. And I get to be me. And that's the beauty of this shit, right? Like, that's the beauty of this. And so when I did this, people were like, I got PTSD. This happened to me. What are you trying to say? It's my fault and that I, I'm i purposefully trying to be triggered and that's not fair and that's insensitive. And like, let me just tell you straight up, for the people that don't know me, if you all think I'm insensitive or those people on Instagram thought that, I'm okay with you thinking that. I'm good with that because I know who I am. I know for sure. I'm ai fucking give so many fucks about these people that I do this podcast for and that I do on Instagram for like I love, love, love me some women like love them up my stranger friends. I love them. So when I say this, it's with love. Hello, loving bitch slap. It's with love. But I got to say it because I'm not going to stand by here and, and be a coach and speak my truth and, and cover it up. And so what my invitation is always for you to be responsible. And so I wasn't trying to be an a-hole in this episode, but I feel like we needed some truth. And really, you know, you always have a choice as to how you want to respond. Maybe your choice muscle is weak, right? Like maybe, like I said in the podcast, you're not used to it, so you just react. But let me tell you what, I'm a fucking crazy-ass Latina Puerto Rican. i be having anger issues my whole life. And right now, like someone does some shit and I have a moment of breath. I could take the time before I react and I could choose what I want to say and how I want to address that person. Or if I just want to walk away, which back in the day, I would have never done that. I would have been like, fuck that? I need to fight you and rah, 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 rah. My ego would have taken me over. And after practiced work and healing and coaching and doing the work that I teach y'all to do, the work that I teach my my clients to do, I have been able to make different choices. And if that's not the fucking work, I don't know what is. Thankfully, these teachers... These teachers come into our lives, aka assholes, aka narcissists, aka abusers, you know, all the AKAs, all the things that are difficult, they come to teach us. We do not grow without these motherfuckers. So be grateful to them and do the work for you because no one can trigger you. You get triggered. And if you need to go listen to that episode like 50 times, please, I say it with all the love, my darling, all the love, always. Okay, this next one is actually one of my favorites. I can't wait for you to hear it. Okay, here we go. So here's what I want to say to you. Where you are right now is where you're supposed to be. If you started working on yourself and now all of a sudden you feel good, you feel conscious, you feel like, fuck, I'm working on my shit, trust that the friends that you had to leave behind you will attract new friends if you're over here on the in the swamp on the left as you start moving to the right as you start getting out of the swamp or climbing the stairs consider that as you climb the stairs out of the fucking pit there will be people at the top of the pit that you can't see when you're in the fucking pit you actually can't see them you think they don't exist they exist keep climbing that fucking ladder and you'll be like oh hey erica oh shit hey sisterhood ladies everybody's up here but we are not going to see you while you are hanging out in that fucking pit. And you better believe we're not coming down there, but your friends are not going to follow. So you feel lonely while you climb those stairs. Yeah, it's lonely, but trust my love that you moving on, working on yourself and you bettering your life and you changing bad habits. You will find new people on the journey to what you are doing. And when you get there, all those people are your people. But those people cannot see you until you start moving in that direction and then you find them. So that little gap of climbing the steps is the fear of you going, oh, my God, I left my friends. I'm mourning and you didn't leave them, by the way. But this is what your mind's going to tell you. I left my friends. I'm a shit friend. And you're mourning them as you climb the stairs to the new level. Then in the new level, you meet all these other people and you're like, fuck, actually, look at all these people that are doing the work like me. There are billions of people, millions of people doing this work. You just got to find them. There are men, there are women, there are partners, there are future people you're going to fall in love with that are doing this work similar to you, that are on the same journey as you, that feel exactly how you feel right now, and you can connect with them, but you cannot have them while you stay down in that fucking pit, and you cannot have everything you want if you do not get your ass out of that fucking pit. The pit of change. Oh my God, you can't stay in that pit, people listen to me working on yourself is so hard this podcast snippet is from my episode called you've changed it's a thing people say in australia like oh you've changed right and it's like saying like oh who do you think you are right and i'm like good i hope you've changed i hope you're listening to this podcast and shit's changing because what's the point if you're not growing you are dying as mr tony robbins says if i don't feed my fucking plants they will die so if you don't feed yourself, if you don't grow yourself, if you don't expand yourself, if you don't educate yourself, if you don't invest in yourself, you're going to die. Like, that's it. You're done. You have got to keep growing. So the pit is basically where you currently are in the shit pit. And you want to get out. Right. And this is why this is a sisterhood. Ladies, listen to me. My sisters in the hood, my coaching ladies, the ladies that I have in my program. This is why I created the sisterhood which is my year-long coaching program available now. Just kidding. It is available now. If you want to hit it up, go ahead to the show notes. So the sisterhood, I created this because it is about you working on yourself in company. What happens when you start working on you? You start changing. So the people that know you, your family, your friends, your familiar surroundings, they don't like it. You don't know how to connect with them. They're not reading the books you're reading. They don't want to grow themselves. They don't want to work on themselves. They're like, who do you think you are? You're better than us. You started making money. You started working on yourself. You started getting all spiritual, whatever they think. And it gets lonely. You work on yourself. You start evolving and learning all this shit, and it's lonely. So hence why I created this program where people can do this online, they can do this in person, you can build that community, and you should get around community, especially when you're working on yourself, because this shit is hard, you make a mess. Before you clean house, you make a fucking mess. So this episode was specifically for you out there, if you are working on yourself and you are noticing yourself changing, please trust yourself, you will find your people as you keep moving As you keep doing the work, as you keep evolving yourself, you will move away from that existing group that you were with and you will start to float into somewhere else. And in the somewhere else, you will find your people. You'll find your man, you'll find your woman, you'll find your friends. I'm telling you the work that you want. Everything you want to do is over there. But you got to fucking get out of the shit pit. Let me tell you what. Okay, this next episode is a really emotional one. My hardest episode to date that I had to record And it was part of my life lesson series. And I did this episode because I have a book inside me. I have many books. And with my crazy schedule, I couldn't write. And all I could do was use this podcast that I've created as a platform to share my story, you know, and to tell you, the listener, who I am and what I've lived in order to see you feel you understand you validate you and so that you could see yourself within me and that is my number one goal and so this episode was about losing my husband Gio Giovanni Lopez he's my high school sweetheart it was extremely hard to do this episode because I have to get myself in a vibe and I was so up and happy and optimistic I always am And so for me to prepare to do this episode, I really had to let it come when I felt ready. And so I am just sharing in this little snippet about when I find out, you know, that he had passed away and I was in the hospital. I remember going outside and sitting on a bench. And calling Verma, my mother Lopez, she's like my army mom, the one who looked after me when I broke my back. And she was like, I just literally picked up the phone and said, Gio's dead, Gio's dead. Like, that's what I said. I hope this doesn't trigger anybody out there. If it does, I'm really sorry, but I'm just being open and raw about how this was for me. And she said, what? She almost got into an accident. She was on her way to Mississippi with the army. She said, I'm coming back. I'm turning around. She doesn't, she's not related to me, you guys. Like She literally looked after me like a mother. She got the army to okay her to be on emergency leave with me. I sat on the bench. I hung up the phone. I sat on the bench and I looked over and there was a woman with a baby, a, a new baby. And she said, honey, it's okay, baby. You know, God blesses you and it's okay. She didn't know what I was going through, but it was crazy because there was a newborn baby. My husband had just died. There was a newborn baby and this woman. And I'm just like, fuck, like fuck. What the fuck am I going to do? And forever. It felt like an eternity. Verma Lopez saved my life. She came to the house. She took me. She came and looked after me. She stayed with me. She fucking stayed in the bed with me while I, I went back to our house where we lived with all of his socks and his fucking shoes and his jeans and his shirts. I had to go. I had to do all of these things that I was not equipped for. I remember going to sleep that night and waking up. I went to sleep crying, of course, and waking up and looking around and going, fuck, it's real. He's not here. And waking up in tears, like going to sleep, crying, waking up, crying. I I think fucking the universe that this woman guided me because the series of events that was about to go down once the reality hit me was something that there's no fucking way I could have done myself. I will never forget that moment. The series of events after were actually incredible. I mean, it was me going to the morgue to identify his body, uh, the embalming, going to the place where we crashed, or he crashed, sorry, going to the towing place to get all of his belongings. I mean, it was moment after moment excruciating pain and deep trauma that I was in. And I, I as always, am so grateful to Mama Lopez, who... I mean, she literally was my angel. She carried me through this whole experience and I got so much love from this episode. This was one of those episodes that really resonated with you out there. Those of you that have lost someone, those of you that have lost your husband. I got, I got women sending me stories about how they lost their husband and they had two kids and my gosh, I just, it was so hard. One of the biggest things I've ever had to go through and a long time to heal. It took a long time to heal. And I definitely have healed that in Australia with all the work I did, all the coaches, and I continue to heal it. And now, you know, what I can say to you is that Gio is in my life right now more than ever. He is alive in me. He is alive in my children. He is alive in my spirit. We play music. We, we light candles for him. We celebrate his birthday My husband and I honor him and the life that he was and that he lived. My son, my four-year-old asks me to play his playlist because I have a playlist for him. And honestly, if you have lost someone, I recommend that you find a way to bring this person back into your life play their music, listen to what they listened to, watch the shows they loved, wear the color they loved, live them back into life, you could breathe them back into your life. We don't have to lose people forever. And so for me, that's been my reality. And, you know, it's been extremely, extremely, extremely healing to share this podcast with you. If you haven't listened to it, grab some tissues because I cry a lot. And I thank you if you have and I honor you for listening. If we play the game that you are responsible for everything in your life and we just pretend and you look around your life in things that you're not happy with, I'll name a few that most people aren't happy with their body, their finances, their relationship or their job, career or business, those four main areas. Let's pretend you're responsible for the fact that you hate your job or that you don't have enough money. If you were responsible for that, how does that look? It might look like you took a job that you knew you hated so that you could get paid, but you fucking hate your job and you spend 80% of your time at work, yet you're getting air quotes paid, yet you hate your fucking life. Or you have no money in your bank account and you feel like there's no way out. And you're like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to pay my rent or pay my bills or be able to buy diapers or be able to do this, that, and the other. The minute that you go, okay, What can I do? And also not only what can I do, but how the fuck did I get into this position? How did I get myself into this situation? How is this my responsibility? You know why you want to ask yourself that fucking question? Not so you can be like, oh, I'm a victim of my life. Not for that, but so that you can change it. Because let me tell you something, something that my fucking, one of my mentors told me, what responsibility stands for? The word responsibility, break that shit down. Response ability, meaning it is your ability to respond. Okay, truth serum episode, taking radical responsibility. Yo, this is radical responsibility means full responsibility. And I love this because, you know, this word responsibility, ability to respond, when you are pointing the finger at every other person as to why you are where you are, It was her fault. It was that person's fault. This was beautiful because Will Smith did this gorgeous IGTV video on Instagram. And shout out to Helen. Helen sent it to me, this girl, this follower from New Zealand. She sent it to me and she was like, this is just like your trigger. You know, the previous podcast I told you about the triggering, how you trigger, not people don't trigger you. And about being responsible and will smith's i put it up on my igtv and it was amazing because he was saying that there's a problem with fault and responsibility it may not be your fault but it's your responsibility to fix your shit it may not be your fault that you got sexually abused or that your partner cheated on you but it is your responsibility to work on that because the insecurities that are going to come from that into the next relationship are going to fuck up all your future relationships. So it's your responsibility, it's you, you got to look after you. And when you respond, you have the ability to change your shit. So responsibility. it was raining in this episode as well, you could hear the rain in the background, because I was doing it in my car, y'all. But basically, this is truth serum. This is what my whole work is about. If you want to know what I'm about, I'm about responsibility. I'm about you being authentic. I'm about growth. And I'm about contribution. Speak your fucking truth, be who the fuck it is you are, help other people, contribute to the planet, to the world, to your to your message, to whoever it is you are, and be responsible, because you have the power within yourself to change anything you want. And trust me, I am an example. And if you haven't heard my story, if you don't know where I come from, my background, all of that shit, please go on the queen and watch the video, go into my Instagram and watch my videos, you could see what I'm about, and what I've lived and everything that's happened. Yet I still have created a fucking six-figure business that's global, that's helping women all over the world. I have a husband of my fucking dreams. He's a sexy mofo, beautiful kids. I live in a first-world country in Australia that I moved to. Like, it doesn't matter what happened to me. It's about what do I decide to do now? You're alive, you got breath, you're breathing. Okay, now what? Because that, we have a choice. That shit is our choice, baby. All right, listen. This next one was very controversial, but one of my best, one of my greatest it was, oh, it makes me want to cry. Oh, I had women from all over the world. Mothers. This is from mothers. I had mothers from all over the world message me. Actually, you know what? I'm going to let you listen to this and I'm going to come back because this shit, you got to hear it. This is what was happening for me. I was drinking red wine four nights a week. Probably five because the weekend. Four weekdays a week. I was drinking red wine makes me want to fucking cry. I was, air quotes, doing well. I was okay, air quotes. My shit was sorted. I was working on my business, getting my stuff sorted, starting to coach people. So at the beginning of my business, highly stressed, putting a lot of pressure on myself, had a lot of actual pressure because we had bills and shit to pay with no money. My baby was like four or five months old. My second, right? I was stressed the fuck out. My husband is a sexy ass mofo with a 12 pack. I was fat. My stomach was gross. I hated my body. I fucking love my body now, by the way. And I still have rolls and cellulite on my tummy, I'm sure. But it's not a fucking total shift of that. But at the time I felt disgusting with myself. I felt horrible. I felt stressed out. I was frustrated at my kids. I didn't have any support, no help. I was in a bubble of I'm fuckedness trying to get myself out. So at night, I would drink red wine and here's what it would be like. I had a hard day, hard day with the kids. I'm going to relax, air quotes. I'm going to relax and have a drink. So I would go, buy my bottle, open it, swirl it in my glass, smell it, do all that shit, pretend to be like a connoisseur, whatever that's called, and, and, and taste it as if I wasn't going to down the whole fucking bottle no matter what it tasted like and drink and drink and my husband wouldn't even drink it like no I'm good babe it's like Monday I'm good I'm like okay no judgment to me but I would drink and he would not and the next night and the next night and I would be fucking dehydrated my lips would be purple I would feel dry as fuck I'm sure it fucked with my stomach not being able to poo all kinds of shit I was so dehydrated But for me, I thought I was relaxing. That was my relaxing moment because I had a hard day and I have kids and the kids are asleep and I'm relaxing. Okay, so this episode was all about numbing out motherhood with alcohol. It was not a dig at mothers who drink alcohol. Let me be clear. It was not a dig at alcoholics. This podcast was a truth bomb from me to you, sharing my experience with alcohol. Alcohol has never been my friend. Alcohol not only caused the reason why we were drinking and driving and I broke my back and have metal in my back, but the next year my husband died drinking and driving, and then I continued to drink. Continued into last year when I was starting my coaching business and I had my kids and I, like I say in this episode, was addicted to red wine, not to alcohol. I was addicted to the process. And in this episode, I give you a book. I share a lot with you about what happened for me and what I did to overcome it so that you could as well. But I'm telling you, I had mother after mother after mother on Facebook, on Instagram, on email sending me, sending me their fucking lives saying to me, you know what, I'm an alcoholic, like publicly writing on Facebook, I am an alcoholic, calling themselves out. And I'm like, damn, that must be a call for love. That must be so badly that that woman that mother does not want to sit in this suffering. And she felt heard and seen through my story, because I kept it real. I was fucking struggling you guys. And listen to me, a lot of us numb out with alcohol with porn, with food, with fucking Netflix, with scrolling on on the socials. And it's important that we understand why we are doing that so that we can get better results for ourselves. And so my invitation to you, if you're a mom, or if you're anybody who struggles with alcohol, and you haven't listened to this episode, do so. It's a big one. It's a heavy one. And I share about my personal life on this, and some ideas and invitations for you to stop if you are numbing out with something, I give you a book in this and some tips that you could do. But really I wanted you to know that I said this with respect and with love for the higher purpose, for the higher good. And when you know better, you fucking do better, as Maya Angelo says. And I highly recommend if this is something that's messing with you or a woman that you know, please send her this episode. Numbing out motherhood with alcohol, damn, it was a it was my most listened to it was it went down big. And, I, and I'm and i so happy and thankful to those of you that messaged me and to those of you that shared. You know, it's it's hard. And motherhood is isolating. Parenthood is isolating. And so I really rate you. And, and ladies in the sisterhood, you know, we talk about this shit all the time because it's not easy. And so I want to honor you if you did listen or if you're about to because there's got to be a better way, y'all. That was a big one. All right, this next one is one that I came up with through a client. I was having a session with one of my clients, and we were talking about comparison. And ooh-wee, this is such a big, big, big topic. So I'm going to let you all hear it, but it was all about comparing ourselves and how not being good enough is directly correlated to comparison. And I don't know if you've thought about it this way before, but if you haven't, I want you to think about it this way. When you say I'm not good enough, good enough compared to who? Because if I say I'm not, I'm not smart enough, I'm comparing myself to someone who I think is obviously smart. I'm not, you know, a good enough mother and compared to my friend Nikki, who's got four kids and is literally like dream mother. Like she's like the mother of all mothers. My friend Christy, who's the mother of all mothers. If I compare myself to them, then I'm not good enough in, according to what I think about them. But I'm just comparing myself. So I'm looking at their grass while my grass dies Oh, their grass is greener and I'm watching and I'm watching them be amazing and I'm a piece of shit over here. And I'm like, when you sit in comparison and you feel like you're not good enough, you are not attending your fucking grass. What happens if we use the metaphor of grass? The grass is greener, blah, blah, blah. And all these fucking memes about grass. But I realized the other day I've got clients that are chilling in their backyard on the fence. They're on the fence of their backyard looking to their neighbor's yard, chilling on the fence. They got a fucking ladder and they're up there resting on the fence just watching how beautiful their neighbor's yard is, how their flowers are growing. And now there's fucking bees, you know, pollinating their flowers. There's tomatoes. They got all kinds of beautiful organic shit in their garden growing. And they're watching like, oh my God, my garden's so fucking shit. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Looking to others. Does that make sense? You're understanding my analogy? You're not really on a fence on a fucking garden. You're basically looking how everybody else in the world is better than you and you're so shit. And then you run across the garden to the other side and get on the fence on the other side and look at the other neighbor. And like, oh my God, look at there. oh my God, they're so good. Their, their lawnmower is like top of the range and it's beautiful. Fucking Mercedes-Benz lawnmower. And you're just comparing yourself to every single person around you or every celebrity or every magazine or every body shape or how you mother or how pretty you're not pretty. You're not tall. You're not this. And all you do is compare yourself. And I'm like, baby, while you sit on that fucking fence watching their grass grow, quite literally, you're sitting there watching their grass grow. Who the fuck is up in your yard? And did you see that a dog walked on your yard and took a shit and you're about to step in it because you're not even paying attention to your yard? Did you see that your tomatoes are fucking dying and rotten? There's weeds everywhere, there's shit in your yard, and you have not cleaned it up. Because you're too busy chilling on the fence, looking around to everybody else's yard. And that's what happens when you don't pay attention to your own shit. You're too busy judging other people's yards, watching other people's shit, sitting on the fence, worried about you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But guess what? If you would just pay attention, if you would come down from that fence, get a fucking bucket, water your grass... For like fucking fertilate or whatever that's called. Not fertilite. Fertilizer. Put some fertilizer. Fucking hook that shit up. <laughs> work on your garden. Talk to your plants. Water them things. Pay attention to it. And work harder on your own. That shit will grow and it will flourish and it will bud and you will have flowers and you will have beautiful tomatoes. Fucking coriander, cilantro. And it will be the bomb. Alright, me and my metaphors. <laughs> Yo. If you have not heard already my podcast, i be the metaphor queen, the queen of metaphors. I just, this is how I learn, just so you know, I don't try to create these stories. Just as I talk, shit comes to my head, right? Like, this is why I have to podcast and drive, because I have to be moving or doing something, because my brain starts working, and then I want to explain it in a way that everybody understands. So my mind goes to metaphors, and in my head, I'm like... Oh, you're comparing yourself to my grass and their grass, and you're on the fence and you're looking over the fence and this dog's shitting in your yard and your fucking tomatoes are dying. So that's where that whole metaphor came from. But really, this resonated so much with so many of you out there because you know the best way for you to fuck up your self-esteem is by social comparison. So poor old social media gets a hit and gets blamed. But the reality is if you go ahead and take responsibility, radical responsibility, right? then you can realize that who you follow is up to you. Who you decide to follow and watch and pay attention to and hang out with is up to you. That's your choice. So if you don't like it, if it's making you feel like shit, you can walk away from it. You can unfollow it. You cannot listen to it. And focus on your fucking yard. Because you feeling like you're not good enough, ask yourself. Everywhere you feel like you're not good enough, it is a directly comparison with something or someone else. You are directly comparing yourself to something or someone pretty enough, smart enough. My podcast isn't good enough. I don't have enough reviews. I don't have this. My mic isn't pretty enough. It's all in comparison to something else. I highly recommend you do the work on this. If you have not listened to this episode, go over and listen to it because this was a really loving bitch slap from me to you with a few funny metaphors. So hopefully you can get your head around the idea that you need to water your grass and use some fertilizer and talk to your plants and love it up. Love yourself up because you can Grow your shit without looking around. There's nothing wrong with where you're going. You're going the way you need to go. How do we know? Because you're there. That's it. This one was one of my favorites. I hope you enjoyed the funny uh, grass is greener metaphor. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's a bit long, but I really wanted to give you the best of our best. You know, I've done so many podcast episodes and I try to get two out a week. I try to give you what I can. I try to record and love up. The truth serum, you know, like I want you to hear true shit, but I want to say it with love, because it is with love and I care so much about you. Yes, even though I don't know you and I haven't met you. Please know that we have a relationship. You listen, you write to me, you let me know I create this content for you. I want this information to help you whether you end up working with me joining the sisterhood, coming to an event or not. I want this information to To reach all the ears of all the women of the world so that it can help them. I thank you so much for listening to this. I'm so excited that we get to celebrate this 100th episode, we are going to have a big ass podcast party. So please be on the lookout for that. If we're not friends already on Instagram, or on Facebook, please look me up and add me and message me and hit me up. It's the Queen of Confidence on Facebook and Instagram. I am going to throw a big-ass podcast party to celebrate you. We're going to do it live. It's going to become a podcast episode. I'm going to do some giveaways for tickets. I'm going to even try to live stream you in. So if you are living in California or Sweden or Estonia or you are in South America and you want to attend the podcast party, we're going to try to get some virtual tickets going on. So stay tuned. Watch this space Thank you from my whole fucking heart for you being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for actioning. Thank you for being a part of this amazing community. Thank you for finding me and Googling and researching however you did. Thank you for sharing this work. Thank you for doing this work. I honor you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Here's to another 5,000 episodes of the Confidence Chronicles podcast. My love, I want to meet in real life. So if you are in the Los Angeles area, if you're on the West Coast, I'm coming to L.A. on the 23rd of February, 2020. It is a Sunday. We are going to create confidence. It's the second stop on the Creating Confidence Global Tour. Your girl's going global, y'all. With a sold-out event in Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, my goodness. That place was magic and continuous sold-outs events here in Melbourne, Australia. I am so pumped to be going back to my motherland of the U.S. and A. And I used to live in Los Angeles, believe it or not, so I can't wait to meet y'all. There are early bird tickets available for a limited time a limited time. So if you want to get in there, you want to meet me, you want to create some confidence. It's going to be a five hour workshop with a special guest. It's going to be so much fun. Hamish is coming. We're going to do a beautiful meditation at the end. I'm going to teach you everything I know about creating your own kind of confidence, cultivating what you want to be confidence. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. It's all about FWOT, which stands for how to fuck what others think or how to forget what others think. If you don't like swearing, how to stop comparing yourself to other people's so so much how to stand in your voice and reclaim your confidence please don't miss it tickets are on sale now head to the com under the events tab or you can head to my instagram everything is in my bio in the link i can't wait to meet you in la and don't worry if you're not in los angeles we are coming to the east coast we are coming to the uk we are doing the damn thing y'all If you cannot come to any of these, our last option is a retreat in Bali, which is going down in June. To hear more about that, head to the website. Check out the retreat. But if you can make it to L.A., please do. I would love to meet you and squeeze you in real life. See you there.